Here we go. Hi, folks. <laughs> you, you're watching and listening to Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media, all of our channels and networks. I'm Mike Morales here in Southern California, and that blue boy out there is... Matt Metris in Rochester, New York. I'm, 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 I'm making fun of Matt. Before we came on camera, he, he has a, one of his... How many cameras? How many? How many? You got I have five what? monitors. I only have a couple. I have two. Five cameras. monitors. So one of his monitors was turning his his. He looked like Papa Smurf. He was all blue. And I said, "Well, can you find a green one so it looks like we're doing this in night vision?" But he can't. So anyway, uh, tonight, Matt and I, or today, depending on where you're looking at, uh, we have we're going to continue with the Brujo line of mezcals. And tonight, today, we have Brujo number four. What's behind Brujo number four, you ask? Uh, it's a it's a ensemble. It's Espadín, Barril, and Cuiche. Mm -hmm. And uh, that sounds delicious, man. It does. Sure does. Every one of these has been a winner since uh, since we started. And uh, uh, and really surprising. Um, these are coming in at uh, 46 ABV. I believe they're all the, the, the same uh, ABV. I just broke the my wax seal on on this one and uh um i'm ready to dive in if you are because uh there we go just dropped a whole bunch of wax on my desk oh bubbles god i love the this has been an exquisite line so far from number one number two number three uh now we're going number four <laughs> i don't even know what that is <laughs> but um I'm going to use my Stasso Jarrito that I normally use for mezcal. And I'm going to pour some here. Oh, wow. That's, I can smell that already. Mm. I, I, uh, I haven't yet, but oh, my. Wow. Hello. Just plant uh, coming right off the bottle as soon as I take the cork. Yeah. And, and you can tell. You can see by, by what Matt's sample. You really, when it's so well made, you really don't need a whole lot. Uh, of, a, of a sample. Um, not like in the old days when we were using Riedel's. You, sometimes you needed a little extra more. In fact, some of the Riedel's actually had a line um, that was a, a kind of a, a recommended pour, you know, mm. and definitely more than what you really need with a Jarrito. But um, yeah, as almost all of these, except for number two, they've been, they've been just perfect in color. I, I don't even Absolutely. know. Yeah. And number two is different because it's, um, you know, a pechuga, possibly. Yeah, it's a well, it's a pechuga. It's an. We'll get to number two, and it's kind of a strange pechuga, but uh, all beautiful legs and tears. Wow. Mm -hmm. Looks great. I don't know if you can see them on there, but. Yeah, I. This is. Oh, it's gorgeous, and and it's really, it's thick. It looks like it's going to mm -hmm. have really good mouth mouth feel. Yeah, it's clinging on there. Good. Mm-hmm. Excited. Wow. Oh, there they go. There they go. Yeah, it's a nice string of pearls, and then, they, and then the legs and tears are starting to stream a little bit. It's visually beautiful. Uh, it's just, just a beautiful juice. But let's see what it smells like. Oh, my. Like we said, this is, a met, this is an ensemble. Mm -hmm. uh, it's three three uh, types of agave in here. Wow. So right. I I get some brightness from the espadine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That that's the seems to be the primary, uh, the primary color or the primary aroma. 
Yeah, surprisingly, uh, it's only 10% espadine according to their their spec sheet here. Really? Yeah. So why is it so bright? Because I don't know. At espadines, that uh, I think Maximo was one that we had earlier uh, in 2021, and it was very bright. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, it's only an es it was only espadine, but it was uh, it reminded me of this. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I pick up a lot of plant, um, a little bit of ethanol, but not a ton. No. I'm almost getting some citrusy notes too. I don't know about you. Yeah. Yeah, and when I, and when I say bright, it does. You know, it reminds me of the lime. Uh, this is almost. It's almost leaning toward grapefruit. I mean, mm -hmm. it's a it's a bit heavier on the on the on the citrus. Wow, this is just keeps opening. I mean, we just. Uh, uh, broke the wax seal and with a wax seal you have very little if any uh, uh, dissipation like you would with a cork or if it if it was uh, shrink wrapped you know in the cork uh, and these have traveled you know they they were delivered to, to both uh, Matt and myself so it reminds me too uh, here's the funny thing it reminds me remember you and I had a bacanora the vinat vinateros that it was something like this. It wasn't as bright, but it was kind of kind of like air in between. Yeah. It's oh. weird. It's like the more it opens up, the more it evolves. First you get earth and plant and you know some ethanol. It it changes. Yeah, the, the plant is now diminished, that, that espadine aroma. There's plants in there, but you can tell it's not the same plant. Do you, does it tell you so on the website? I have the website up. I, ju I just haven't looked at it. Does it tell you what the percentages are, more or less? Because it does. On the website, they've been very upfront. They'll tell you what what the percentages are, and that they're not. Some of them are not less than fifty percent. But I, what does it say on the yeah. on the website? Yeah, we got sixty percent uh, cliche, thirty percent but real, ten percent espadine. Okay, so so. I wonder if it's the cliche or the combination of cliche and barrel that's making it even brighter. Yeah, and oh. cooked with uh, mesquite, so that that adds a little bit to it as well. Okay. I don't get a lot of smoke on the on the no. uh, aroma though. Sometimes I'll get smoke like down right in the center, mm -hmm. but there's there's virtually none. It just keeps evolving. Um, I'm ready to jump in that's if you good. are. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> oh wow that's nice yeah that so you get that vegetation but it's not it's not espadine at all it, it's reserved <laughs> that's the that's the attitude yeah up. it's almost uh, the the espadine is like an afterthought yeah, there's Almost. plant. There's there's so much plant, but it's so it's very different. It, it, it's deeper. Um, I get grapefruit. I get black pepper. Yeah, that was just the first pass, but the, mm -hmm. there was it's a very it's a it, the crochets tends to tend to give that that woodsy papery thickness to it um, that I I enjoy. I love that. Mm -hmm. I, I mean it. It's actually much more savory than I thought it would be, mm -hmm. given given the aroma, given the nose. I thought it would be, you know, um, uh, a little bit brighter, but it's it's deep and it's dense and and um, it's complex. Wow, 
And they're not, they're not clashing. No. Everything complements it. it. It builds. There's, I'm getting a little bit of black pepper sparkles at the end here on the second sip. Um, the sort of dancing on the on the front end of my tongue. The retro nasal is beautiful. I gotta say, I get I get earth, wet cement, lots of plant. Um, uh, does it say on the on the information? And I know you have the website up. See, he's got five screens. I gotta go five. I gotta go five tabs. <laughs> you know. Uh, <laughs> If it looks like I'm not paying attention, I'm just looking yeah, at the other screen. Yeah, he's just, he's lost. He's going, where am I? <laughs> um, it, uh, does it say what the um, uh, what the process is? Are, are they still using the, the pine wood vats to ferment? Because uh, this is uh, a, a, an no. artisanal um, version of mezcal. Yeah, so we're on a we're conical oven, uh, Tohono wheel, copper still. All that's been pretty standard across all all the varieties that we've had so far. Uh, two distillations, fermentation in cypress. Uh, cypress, okay. Pine and oak used for the smoking. You know, but I still don't get any smoke. Do you? Not, not at all. And I think uh, I forget which one it was that we were we we had. Maybe it was the first Espadine that we had some pine. You mm -hmm. know, it was, it was and so that uh, that gave us a little bit of the mintiness, you know, that was like kind of like on the on the back end and the tail end. It gave us a little bit minty. We thought it was minty, pine mint. You know, it lo it loses or gains something in the translation. You know, it. Mm -hmm. um, wow, this is this is really something. This is unlike any ensemble I've had. Um, no, me too. Yeah. And we've had a, a couple. We've had some really memorable ones. Uh, maybe not always with Matt, but some sometimes some of the other TJs. And um, um, some are a bit louder than others. But this one, this one really really works well as a group. Mm -hmm. um, Very small production too on on the website here. Five hundred to seven hundred and fifty liters per month is all they're putting out. You notice that a lot of the, the so as we and I, I've read the website since and and um, the, it, it seems that the 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 higher the number we go uh, on this brew hole, the lower the 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 liters per year that, mm -hmm. that produce, the smaller the batches. Uh, and that makes sense because the first one they lead off with an espadine and then they, and then they go from there, and and you know if you wild harvest the majority of your plants. You're not going to make a whole lot, you know. You're you're going to take your time. It's going to take you a day to get everything, maybe. Yeah, one of the other prep it, you know, and one of the other uh, expressions we had that they said they were harvesting only with horses too. That they where they were getting their pinas, there were no roads, mm -hmm. so that's going to slow down production quite substantially. So, a big difference than it's from farm raised espadine to uh, harvesting the stuff on the side of a mountain or whatever. Well, you know, the, the, the idea is the higher the altitude and the, the tougher the terrain, the more stressed the plant is, the, the less rainfall that it gets. And then so naturally, the older they are because they're harder to get to and the more flavorful they are mm -hmm. when you finally get to them, harvest them and cook them. Uh, and that's you can really. Wow, this is just. And, and, and it's cliche and barrel correct mm-hmm okay yeah um 
Wow, what else do we say about the about uh, about Brujo? And this is the the each of their uh, each of their uh, uh, expressions are numbered. Okay, so um, Cuchet, Barril, and Espadín ensembles. Yeah, Espadín brings up the rear. It's just mm -hmm. interesting that I, I sensed it more in the nose, and then and then the other two plants, which are deeper. I think uh, the Cuchet and Barril are. Are probably do they give an age on on these on the plants the, the estimated they, yeah they do uh, the burial is nine years old the espadine is six to seven and the cliche is eight to nine so that explains that explains a lot to me because like eight or nine you know eight to ten on both those plants uh, that's that's long enough and deep enough to to acquire this kind of a character mm -hmm. so it's really just Wow, and now I'm getting, okay, now on my palette, it's coating the palette, you know, the, the plant is, but now I'm beginning to detect just a slight hint of the smoke. Yeah, me too. Just, at the very, yeah. yeah, and and you were totally right on the mouthfeel as well. It's It's got this nice viscosity to it as it as it moves around your mouth. It's very, very nice. Yeah, the great lip numbness and gum numbness. It's just, uh, do we have a price point on these on these guys? Yes, we do. This one uh, is between eighty and ninety dollars. Uh, it looks like it's on sale right now at Old Town, so eighty bucks there, but retailed ninety. Uh, you know what? Two glasses of these a night, and you'll sleep like a baby. That, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, and I was telling Matt. I think I, I mentioned this in some of the other reviews that, uh, and with Alex, as a matter of fact, I did some reviews with Alex this weekend, and I, I noticed. If I, I've always said usually. Um, at uh, mezcals at higher ABVs, and sometimes some tequilas at lower than 40, than 80 proof, are more satisfying to me mm. because of, of the flavor profiles um, than than the regular 80 proof. And it could be the tequila or the mezcal is coming in, you know, uh, as a gateway, so they make it a little bit, a little bit easier, a little bit more approachable. Yeah. Uh, but I love these. These are these. Every one of these has been. I'm just gonna go there right here. Oh Brand yeah. nominee, man. That yeah. <laughs> it remind me to send you that ice cream stick. <laughs> okay. yeah. Yeah. It's on the back of the piece of paper that tells me what orders my screens go in. When yeah, I there we go. The <laughs> 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 Why don't you just put one of those on your screens? Yeah, that exactly. You, right. You know, you got. You, what? You don't have cardboard? <laughs> um, that's lovely. And the 80 bucks, that's a steal. These are really hard to get. They're small batch, and yet you're they're only asking 80 bucks. Yeah. That's that's robbery, man. You it really, can just, is. It really is. Yeah. And especially to, to have the opportunity to try this combination of of pinas of, of agaves as well. That's that's huge. Um, yeah. At this the, price point. Well, the the uh, the you know most often you're not good. You depending on 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 who the brand owner is, you, you may or may not get the percentages of of the of the amount of plant and the fact that they can actually that they actually have that information on the website, so mm -hmm. you always know what you're getting. Um, you know, and and it is small batch, so you're obviously going to wind up getting little bit differences in every batch but if you can get some 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 semblance of consistency then this is the kind of thing that you can look forward to you know yeah um, 
Right. Let's let's, uh, let's give a shout out that this is from Las Salinas, Oaxaca, which is the uh, name of my brother's restaurant. Oh yeah, cool. <laughs> well, you, I guess I guess you'll be able to find number four. You know where? Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, wow, and you know, here's the thing. I, I was saying that I I think earlier in, in the earlier reviews, I said if you're wondering what the big deal is about mezcal at this point, you're 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 worried about. You know, oh, it's going to be too smoky. Is it going to be too harsh? You know, this, I think, uh, the only other brand that did this in the beginning was uh, Oaxaca. But this is like your, your box of Crayola crayons. And this is, the, this is, this is going to give you a really good uh, indication of what it is that, that you're going to gravitate towards. And it allows you to pick and choose which plants you want, which, which other ensembles or medleys you want to look for um with and and again virtually no smoke i mean you really have to i think they're using the smoke so that it coats so the plant coats your your palate instead of the smoke coating your palate which mm -hmm. which can happen also uh great great number four uh i got i keep saying every one of these is like my next favorite but it's spectacular <laughs> man this this is this is a really fine um, uh, expression of uh, of what is possible with a with a um, with an ensemble. Okay, mm -hmm. uh, I'm impressed as hell. A excellent yeah, choice, too. brand of promise nominee. Uh, that's our take on Brujo number four. Uh, stick with us. We're gonna try Chanel number five. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, we're gonna splash some of that on our pulse points. Uh, actually, if you stick with us, we've got the, the entire line of Brujo, but this one was number four. If you've had it, uh, tell us what you're doing with it. Are you putting it in a cocktail? You know, uh, are you just sipping on it, which is what I would do. I, I mean, I wouldn't. I, I, I'm sure you could, but but why would you? It's like it's like you've got three different plants. It's like a cocktail in a bottle. Yeah, you, you don't need to don't add anything to it. You yeah, know. don't add anything to it. I mean, you can drink it. Just drink it out of your tennis shoe. You'll you'll get that extra layer of rubber. <laughs> if you if you're missing if you're missing out on the rubber and the you know the synthetic version. Uh, but that's our take on Brujo. Stick with us. We've got number five and uh, the X, the X factor. So uh, that's our take. I'm Mike Morales here in Southern California. That guy yet there is. Matt Metris in Rochester, New York. You've been watching and listening to Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media, all of our channels and networks. Uh, please subscribe if you're watching us on YouTube. Uh, hit the notification bell. Give us a like because it does uh, help uh, help us on the on the algorithm. Uh, hey, if you've had it, leave us a comment uh, and subscribe um, unless you're you know adverse to commitment. Uh, but whatever you do, tomar sabiamente. Sip wisely. <laughs>